We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we record this podcast today. We would also like to pay our respect to Elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Best Duties. This is an LGBTQIA podcast for the amazing and incredible people in our community who are doing wonderful and just brilliant things. Hi, my name's Justin Hill. I'm a TV presenter and red carpet reporter. And the horribly average thing that I did today was I went to bed at midnight and got up at 4am for work, Sam. That sucks. That's so gross. I <laughs> Who don't knows even what this podcast that. could be today? It could be anything. I'm <laughs> Let's so see what's tired. Going on. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sam Devonport, an events manager by day and a drag queen by night. And as you can probably hear, I've woken up with no voice this oh, morning, it's so which is raspy. great for audio content, isn't yes, it? Yes, <laughs> maybe you could earn some extra money by having your own one three hundred number or something I'll do a little like voice, that. Some voiceover work. <laughs> you could get some ASMR work. Can I? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Well, uh, Sam, we do have a very special guest on Best Duties today, we dialing do. in from across the country. All the way from Perth. <laughs> is a friend of the show. It is Dave. Dave, hey, how are you? We're good, guys. Thanks for having us on. Oh, no worries. Anytime. Hey, I have to firstly say thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being, you know, such a supporter of this project. It was us going out on a bit of a limb doing this and yep. you have been there from the very beginning giving us words of support and I really, really appreciate it. It's an absolute pleasure. It's good to actually have a, a quite a strong podcast in the community that can uh, really, I think it goes a lot further into what I try and present on my Instagram and just having like a positive attitude and almost like attention to certain subjects. And I think you guys do it really well. So it's almost things that I think in my head a lot, but I'm yeah. almost not confident enough to say myself. Well, so you guys pretty much oh, hit every you. That was the point of this podcast is that, you know, while Sam and I are here as horribly, horribly average people to host it, we really wanted to shine the light on people who are doing amazing things in our community. And I feel like you are one of them. You um, are. And it, but it does come with a little bit of controversy. And I think, um, in, in my opinion, I think if you are doing good work, you are doing good work. But tell us about the great work that you do, in particular with your Instagram. Um, well, so the Instagram has basically given me a platform to kind of deliver some more positive messages. Um, I think there's a lot of stereotypes that are given out in our um, in our community and they're not always true. Um, I guess with my side of things, I spend a lot of time in the gym. Um, but yeah, we can see. It's been like, <laughs> to me, 15 years worth in the gym. So it hasn't been like an overnight sensation. And um, I guess people link... Uh, being in the gym too much to a negative stigma and it's like almost too egotistical and that and like I grew up as a chubby kid I was 130 kilos by the time I left school yeah <laughs> so I ha I've always kind of had a lower opinion of myself so it's, it's hard to break that um and I guess growing up wanting to be a wrestler and um always seeing masculine figurines as what I wanted to be and he-man destroyed my confidence as much as I loved him <laughs> was it their haircut uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, can I'll you get please it one day. <laughs> oh my God, I would die. <laughs> it kind of is. It's a funny juxtaposition, isn't it? Because I come from a very similar background. I was 140 kilos and, you know, I had to take some drastic changes in my life to, to change that and have still got a lot of work to go. But I encourage and applaud anyone who spends that amount of time in the gym because I know how much fucking hard work it is. <laughs> I'm glad you swore. That takes a little bit of stress off me now. <laughs> 
well, I completely agree. And I try and push that the, the gym is just a good mental health thing. To me, it's therapy. 100%. Um, you know, to, in, as, well, as long as you go to the gym once a day, even if it's four times a week or something, you're, mm-hmm. every time you step in the gym, you're getting better. And the endorphins are released. Yeah. And it is. It's like I'll have, if I don't have a good gym day, sometimes that's when I have a bad day. Um, but again, it's just a, I try and push a, a healthy idea onto the gym um, for people and just give them some different ideas and workouts. Um, but that kind of linked into having OnlyFans, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a, that's something we want to started. talk about. Something <laughs> Sam is very keen I'm to talk very to you about. To talk about. <laughs> he wants a discount code. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, sure we can set it up for our best <laughs> Although I feel really awkward now because I feel like you're a friend now yeah. and it'd be weird. I'm just like, I don't want a friend to do that. Mates, uh, rates, look, literally. I, I'd say 90% of my, my friends have seen me nude, so yeah. it's, uh, it's just a standard thing for them. <laughs> can you tell us a little bit more about the OnlyFans, what you do yeah, and yeah, so, what you do with the money, more importantly, which we find very interesting? So basically it was originally set up. Um, I had my partner, my partner at the time, sorry, um, suggested doing it. It wasn't something I was overly keen to do um, just because I'm like, look, I'm a pretty private person, um, was a pretty private person. <laughs> um, and it just, I, I saw there was a, a way to do good from something that isn't always, again, set up to be, to be good. Like it wasn't my, it's not my money a lot of the time. So it's like when I first started, it was a case of, if I can give back by doing this, I can. It was only about three months after my dad took his life. Um, oh. And I thought, well, what a better charity to kind of give back to. Because, again, especially in our community, it's depression and anxiety and suicide isn't isn't a small thing. Um, I had a friend message me on the weekend saying that he lost two friends over the last month. Um, oh, that's wow. so horrible. And it's hard because people just don't want to reach out. And I think that's the hardest thing of, like, picking a charity to donate to is what one's going to get the most work out of it. Yeah. Um, I guess you get the most exposure in that because as much as it's great to be able to donate money to them, but um, to actually make sure it's being used is a pretty different scenario. And what charity um, was that you were donating to? So the original setup is I did give the money to Beyond Blue, and mm-hmm. I think we got about $10,000, sorry, wow, $5,000 to them. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so we got $5,000 at Beyond Blue, but by December, um, when I actually went to give them another 5000 um, was when an article was written about me, and they didn't like the fact that it was done through a uh, pornographic ah, uh, site. <laughs> so they actually refunded the money back. Oh, wow. Uh, oh. I contacted Black Dog Institute and said, look, the situation, this is where the money's coming from. Would it be okay for us to donate? And they had no issue with it. So um, I've now got, I think, $15,000 to the Black Dog Institute. That's um, nice. That's amazing. Along with um, 2500 to... Ellen, the generous as gorilla fund, <laughs> just because <laughs> I've referred to myself as a, as a gorilla for quite some time now. Yeah, so I've, I've got your Instagram sitting open beside <laughs> me and I'm going, yeah, that makes sense. So that's a no. very interesting concept because, you know, I think um, the, it's, it's a shame that Beyond Blue were not happy about where the money was coming from. But the thing is, I mean, really, if you look into it, you're not like hurting anyone, but you're yeah. actually doing it through a reputable site and you are donating the money for a great cause. Yeah, it's, it's one of those, it did shock me. I think it was just almost like, did they think they were going to lose supporters through certain avenues? Like I know I work with um, Anytime Fitness and they do like a challenge each year, which money goes towards 
beyond blue mm-hmm. um, and whether it was just that it was going to lose them bigger companies because they received money from right. you know, this source yeah. might have been an issue. But again, to me, it was, look, I'm just giving money back because it's something that my community supported me with and I want to give it back in a way. And so um, you, that's so awesome. you, I guess now you've found someone who, it was almost like a dry run kind of, wasn't it? So you... The concept is great, and the idea is, you know, of you don't donating money is wonderful. I guess you now have found a partner who, and it works quite well and works cohesively with you. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, yeah. Um, Black Dog have been brilliant, and um, as I messaged Sam earlier in the week to see if we can get something set up with um, Reach Out Australia, if they're happy to take some money, I'd like to do a couple of months' worth with them as well. Beautiful. Well, yeah, we'll get in, co- in contact with Ashley from Reach Out Australia, who was our first guest on our first episode. Hey, I, um, yeah. I'm going on a holiday at the end of the year. Could you donate to my charity? <laughs> well, if it's going to be giving back, it's going to put a smile on your face. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. Oh, he's, so, he's such a generous and giving person, though. Maybe he might, like, send us a lovely Best Judy's Christmas bonus or something. We'll work something out. <laughs> hey, Sam's allowed um, to have mates' I'm rates just, on your own. I'm just thinking, I'm like, is this going to be like a Christmas bonus in form of like a video or a photo? Or <laughs> It'll be an interactive video call. I don't yeah. know. Oh, my God, stop it. <laughs> we can do a FaceTime call. <laughs> hey, what other parts of your – I mean, this one thing I love to talk to people about and, and we talk to Alfie Curie about and, you know, our other guests as well is what does it mean to you to be a part of the LGBT community? Like, you know, I have a very clear idea that – and it's why I say I'm a horribly average person because I do fit some stereotypes. I don't fit others. I, like you, have a positive relationship with the gym and also a negative one as well in the sense that, like, I hate going and it, like, kills me, but I go anyway. Um, where do you see yourself fit in the in the community? Well, I've, I've always seen myself as part of the community regardless. Like, I was actually with um, my fiancé who was a female for seven years, mm-hmm. Um I only came out at 25 and I've come out and this community has been great to me, um, regardless of the fact of if I was, if I, because I'm currently in a gay relationship, but I still see myself as bisexual or pansexual because I just love the person who they are. So I'm not going to look at a woman and say, no, I would never have a relationship with you because of your sex. It's just, I I, I love people. Yeah. Um, And that was the situation with her, but it was almost like having, um, I'd say boyfriends through high school, um, and just, just outside of, I kind of fell into the relationship and I didn't really give it a chance to explore the gay side so much. So I, I kind of owed it to myself to at least see what was out there because I just didn't feel 100% whole in that relationship, if that yeah. makes sense. No, that makes sense, um, yeah. And I didn't want to get to the point of being a you know, 40-year-old and have to turn to my kids and say, well, sorry, guys, I'm breaking the family up for right. my selfishness. Um, but no, like the community, it, it just made, it's just part of being proud. Like I, I'm happy to... To be a guy who's you know 110 kilos, spends all his time in the gym, but still has a very uh, happy, flamboyant side when it needs to be. Like it's, I just really want to push for people to be themselves. Um, and I just think there's too much hate and negativity, especially on social media. That's where I really want to like target it because people just there's no need to say negative comments. Um, How, I'm agree. so sorry. How are you not? like married and like I would literally lock you away in a house. You just sound like the, the perfect husband. <laughs> it's um I know this is it's just really hard. Like I the reason I really focus down on Instagram being my main source is you have two options, like or comment. Yeah. There's no negative comments. You go into Facebook, there's sad reactions. I don't want yeah. sad reactions. There's dislikes. I don't want dislikes. I just want likes or literally get off my page. If if you're not happy with the things I post, don't follow me. And yeah. that's how she should be with everybody. I don't go out of my way to go onto 
your site and say, you know, I don't like the things that you're doing, it's, it's not my business. No. You, live, you live your best life. Do you receive a lot of negativity on from what no, you do? I, I think the only negativity I really get is when people are upset they can't get things that they want. Um, as, as I am in a relationship and I'm monogamous in that, so although I do post... Oh, well, that's me, done. I'm out. <laughs> Sam's chucked a tanty yeah. and he's walked out of the studio. <laughs> if I hear the other uh, dial tone come, I know yeah. I'm <laughs> um, But it's like when people don't respect that, that's the only issue and people can get kind of fired up when I'm just like, look, I post the things on my OnlyFans. If you want to support me, go for it. But they get kind of antsy that they don't get free nudes. Right. <laughs> Fair call. Um, yeah. And that, that's kind of the, the, I do get kind of negativity here and there. But again, I just I don't respond. They're the ones I just block out and go. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't have time in my day. Just about three years ago, I made the commitment to respond to every DM I get. Yeah. So there are hours of the day I'll spend looking at comments, reading comments, replying to people about the gym or about positivity or just you know, saying thank you for their positive yeah. remarks to me. Because it well, does need to be appreciated. It's creating a nice community. And I know that that's one thing that just really stood out to me is how great you were with us and how positive you were. And, you know, I was like, wow, you know, this is a, a guy who has a huge social media following and did not even expect to get any kind of feedback from, from you. And you were fantastic. So thank you again. No, uh, very much appreciate it. Like I said, it's just one of those, I try and push positivity as much as I can. You, you guys kind of nail it. And that's, I think it's kind of leaving that no judgment and um, being uniquely yourself. Like, you, there's only one you, and you should love that. Yeah. You know, why try, why try and be someone else? Oh, that's beautiful. I think that's a really good, good um, way to wrap it up. Yeah, that's absolutely. Beautiful. You have been an absolute uh, gem to talk to today. I'm so happy that we were able to get in touch with you. Thank you for making time to talk to Best Duties today, and um, thank you for your ongoing support. It is not lost on us, and we really, really appreciate it. My absolute pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. Now, for I'm so sorry. Also, out. too, if you need, like, any more followers on Instagram, can you please give your Instagram a plug? <laughs> <laughs> it is at DaveMarshall89, and it is nothing but me shirtless, me wrestling, or me with my dog. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds perfect. So if that's what you're into, go and give Dave a follow. Thank you so much for talking to us today. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. Okay, Sam, so something that we like to do in this podcast is we do like to celebrate our best duties. Um, mm-hmm. And also, too, if anyone out there has a best duty of their own that they want us to celebrate for them, if you want to, you know, wish them a good message or say thank you to or them. just give someone a shout-out. Yeah, give them a shout-out. Then slide into our DMs at Best Duties and let us know who you want to honour. Uh, today, I am going to honour uh, the family that accidentally got on a Pride flight. <laughs> oh, my God, the flight from, yes. from London to New York. Oh my God, so this family of four were treated to the most amazing LGBTQIA plus performance when they accidentally booked flights on um, the inaugural London to New York Pride flight. And apparently they, there's actually a video of them online. The kids were having a they ball. They would have loved it. There they was, were dancing. You had Courtney Act. You yep. had Jodie Harsh. Yep. Um, there were so many LGBTQIA superstars on that flight. What that is the one flight. What a wonderful mistake oh to make. Can you imagine? <laughs> and they were so fantastic and just had the best time. So I think that is a new age family and that's the kind of family that I would love to hang I out love on a flight so with. so much. Yep. So my best duty for this week, someone who I wish I could actually be, be best duties with, in real life. Um, congratulations to Lil Nas X for coming oh, out. Yes. Not only has he come out, mm-hmm. he has the biggest song in the world mm-hmm. at the moment. 
We are taking over. Aren't we? And you know what? I actually read an article this week about uh, a guy, a rapper by the name of Young Thug, who actually said he thought it was a bad idea that Lil Nas X did come out. Mm. Um, his reasoning was is that he said that he feels that he's now going to be judged for that and not his music. But the thing is, is when he came out, Lil Nas X said, I thought I made it super obvious for the you The rainbow's on his car and his he's like, He's like, like, guys, he's like, I'm I here. thought it was really obvious. <laughs> like, didn't you know? Yeah. Like, I knew. So I think, you know, Young Thug, you've probably, you know, maybe a little bit jaded. I mean, we we are perfectly accepting of someone being a gay rapper these days. And I think I'm, like, I'm with you. Good on him. Yeah. Mm. Will you help me? Can you help me? You don't need to be helped any longer. You've always had the power to go back to Kansas? I have. Then why didn't you tell her before? Because she wouldn't have believed me. She had to learn it for herself. Sam, uh, we will finish off this podcast like mm-hmm. we usually do with, uh, you know, we, we love to lift each other up, to feel good about ourselves at the end of our yeah, little chitty little chat. warm fuzzies. A little affirmation, or as we like to call them, an affirmation. So what have you found online today? Well, what have after you got for our us? little chat with Dave, I just thought this one just spoke to me mm-hmm. when I found it. And it said, be somebody who makes everybody feel like a somebody. See, now that's Dave, isn't it? Right, exactly. What a I nice looked guy. at that man online and I was like, uh, here, yeah. we here we go. I another. heard you make the noise. Mm. I was like, here we go, another little muscly game. And then when he reached out to us showing us support, I realised yeah. he is somebody who makes everybody feel like it's Heart of gold. What a Heart of man. gold. So shout out to Dave. Thank you for joining us again today as well. Let's finish off our podcast how we always finish it off. Are you ready, Sam? I'm ready. There's, There's no, no place, place like homo. homo. There's, There's no, no place like homo. homo. There's no place like homo.